welcome back after a long, 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 long break. It has it has been a, a over a month. Yeah, nearly six weeks. So in case you've forgotten, this is the Buckley and Hodges Technology a Half Hour. Where we don't talk about technology, or we might not talk about technology, and we might not talk for half an hour, although the, the last couple have been getting a bit long, so we probably will talk for half an hour. As a strap line, it's not great. <laughs> uh, we should probably do a disclaimer. Well, should we say who we are first? Do you want to do that first? Yeah. All right. So I'm Duncan. I'm an academic at a UK university. I'm Ollie. I'm also the same. That makes sense. I'm going to try and be less shambolic now. I'm going to try and really polish we this up. We were told we needed to make it a bit more professional. So, good start. Yeah. So, we disclaimer that we are working at a UK institution. All views are our own and do not represent our employers, past, present, or future. You're going to do a, a, a time travel joke. Uh, should have thought of that before. Nice try, Captain Jack Harkness. Okay. John Barrowman, you can't go wrong with a Barrowman. Can't go wrong can with Barrowman. Thank goodness, I'd forgotten about the time travel. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Have to think of some more. So we're going to do the usual thing. We're going to do what we, something different. Uh, we're going to do a brilliant Internet of Things device, and then we're going to talk about Yahoo. Yeah, I think we'll talk probably about Yahoo again. Talk. I was going to say talking about Yahoo isn't a regular feature, but <laughs> <laughs> kind, <laughs> kind of is, of is now. Yeah. So um, do you want to? So shall I do the first something different? I'm going to predict <laughs> since Google have announced a product, you're going to be super excited about it. There's already a damp patch on your chair. <laughs> yes, it's so again, Google event, brilliant new Google phone, Pixel phone, actually made by Google, not made by anyone else, made by Google. It's very expensive. It is very expensive. It's kind of so the Nexus line they used to do was kind of had some quite well priced middle range phones, but this is a proper it's powerhouse of a phone. Eye wateringly expensive. It's I iPhone expensive. It's more than an iPhone. Well, it depends what version you buy, but it's it is into the premium end. The most expensive Pixel is more than the most expensive iPhone. That's probably true because the most expensive Pixel has is the the big one. The big Z. It's 128 gig. Which is 128 gig. And five and a half inches. Yeah. Not much. I'm not impressed by five and a half inches. Um, Are you? I I quite like a five inch phone actually. Now I've gone I've gone down from. Uh, oh, we should have, we should talk about the n- uh, Note as well. Oh well, yeah, we'll add that in. Um, but um, <coughs> so you so Pixel phone really nice looks amazing. Got the new Google Assistant in it, which is Siri. No, the Google Assistant, which will either be really creepy. What's it called? The Google Assistant. It's what used to be Google now. Hey, Google. Okay, Google. Oh, don't. Otherwise, <laughs> everything on my desk is going to go into... Is that it? <laughs> okay, Google. No. Yeah, uh, you've got my tablet going. Pornhub. <laughs> that is actually connected <laughs> to the work network, so thanks for that. Sorry, is that connected to the Wi-Fi? It, it, it was, yes. Rot roll. <laughs> Um, <laughs> <laughs> what we've had is if anyone's listing on a Google phone <laughs> as well. Yeah. Okay, um, Google, Pornhub. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. everyone's phone's leapt into action now. Go on then. Um, I forgot what I said. Oh yeah, new Google phone, amazing camera. Is so it? the camera. Um, oh okay. Some. Uh, it's. Shoot, shoot, I'm so just how, through it. how much is it for their most expensive one? Their most expensive one. Is the 128 gig 5.51 from the Google Store? I'm blatantly filling. So the cheapest one is 599. Yeah. If you add to the bigger display, yeah, 
it goes up to 719. If you add 128 gig, it's 819 pounds. That's the same as an iPhone that's 128 gig. You can get a 256 gig iPhone now. Can you? In your face, Google. Wow. But yes, oh, and that's, oh no, black and silver at the same price. Um, You'd expect that. I don't see colour in that way anyway. But I thought it's a really nice phone. It looks really sharp. What's so good about it? The camera is amazing. But do you not own a camera? I do own a camera, but it's not one I carry around with me all the time. What's that around your neck then? It's, oh, you got smart. That's got a lovely little Pentax. The screen's amazing. It's got the really fast charging. It's oh, yeah, it can charge in like 15 minutes. Yeah. Is that right? Is it wireless charging? No. Why does no one want to do so wireless charging? So people have gone away from wireless charging because it takes up too much space. Um, uh, I suppose so. You could buy those lamps from Ikea that do no, wireless no. charging. As in the on board the phone, Yeah, it but takes up too much Yeah, space. and I'm just saying you could get the lamps where you put yeah. it on there. But Sorry. Now nothing will charge on there. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really, I'm not excited by this. So I, I thought it was, I was excited. I would like a Pixel Chromebook. There, yes, the Pixel Chromebooks are indeed absolutely lovely. That's my um, dream, my dream laptop. But they are also ridiculously expensive. If anyone wants to send me one, please do. Yeah, we, we could, do, I'll tell you what, if anyone from Google's listening, send us one, we'll review it. I'll be your corporate stooge. We'll review it, review it objectively, of course. But favourably, <laughs> very favourably. So you're all pumped about Google. I'm all pumped about Pixel. Was anything else coming out? Oh, the Google Home thing's Google coming out. Google Home's coming out, that's going to be really cheap. Actually, it's going to be kind of under 100 quid. I heard it doesn't work with Nest. It doesn't work with Nest at the Is moment. Is that true? Yeah. Actually, I was making that up to be stupid and facetious, <laughs> no. but it doesn't work with Nest. Not at the moment. It doesn't work with... The, there's a, some home apps that it won't... Uh, at present, doesn't work with, but might well do at release. Amazon Echo works with Nest. Yes, it does. But Google <laughs> Google's own device doesn't work with Nest. I don't believe it does as we speak, but I, I think it's one of the things that they want to have working when it is released. It's a curious strategy. Fair enough. So that you, you're super jizzed about that. Super pumped about the Pixel. Right. I can't afford one. No. Who but could? But if anyone sent us one to If review, anyone sent one, yeah, of course. Li- influencing literally tens of people. But if each of those ten people buy phones. That's a lot of money. Cool. Um, we alluded to the, uh, I keep wanting to call it the Nissan Note, but that's a car, the Samsung Galaxy Yeah, if you start saying that catches fire, we're in trouble. <laughs> Galaxy Note, they stopped making it. Yeah, they have actually stopped making it after the ones they... In an incendiary sent- move. move. <laughs> <laughs> stop making them because they keep blowing up. Because they keep blowing up, which must be causing the TSA, all sorts of things. Is it a bomb? Is it a phone? Who yes. knows? Yes, it's a new feature. <laughs> but it was the fact they were... Like the recall and then sending out new ones and the new ones were catching fire and they've just gone. Why does it catch fire? I don't know. Should we ask fact-checking Santa <laughs> from Adam Buxton? We could do. So he'll. So what we will get fact-checking Santa to come in. We won't re-edit answer this. that. There's no way. And then we'll this. go. Ho ho ho! I'm fact-checking Santa from the Adam Buxton podcast. The reason why the Galaxy Note 7 have been catching fire is there's an error in the manufacturing of the battery which placed pressure on the poles contained within the battery cells, bringing the negative and positive coals into contact. This caused thermal runaway, which made the battery's temperature exceed 100 degrees centigrade and the material starts to break down before starting a chemical chain reaction that releases its energy and accelerates the heating in a snowball effect. Ho, ho, ho. 
Thank you, fact-checking Santa. There's no way you'll edit that in. Fine. <laughs> I assume something's broken in the way it's put together. Is it because they've got fire in it and it's rum- <laughs> It's a steam-powered phone? Uh, it, why cannot... You, man types into computers, not interesting. This is why things run for so long, because you're sat typing into fire. a computer and this isn't professional either. Um... We should say, actually, this is the 10th the episode, this 10th episode is. spectacular where we, we look things up on a computer, Duncan looks at Pornhub on his <laughs> tablet, which is a bit weird to do while we're trying to record. Um, if only you'd prepared for this, we wouldn't be doing this. Well, we, I, we'd completely forgotten about the Note 7. So the reason why, according to this very insightful article, is because it shorts either end of the battery, which is like saying... So you put, so they're essentially putting a paperclip across the end of a 9-volt yeah, battery. W- which is... Not quite. Even I know that's dangerous. I want a better answer than that. But anyway. You would think that Samsung would be able to stop doing that. Like, just if you want to not short the battery, just don't. Well, the other interesting thing is they make um, in ear wireless headphones. Right. As well, using similar battery technology. Well, so. My ears are burning. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> Brilliant. So, um, so that's my. So you buy a Pixel, but not a Note. That's what. Well, I don't think you can buy a Note Seven anymore. I it, think they've suspended sale. Be good for spies, like a James Bond style gadget. Oh, <laughs> you leave it on the side and it rings someone. Just keep using it until it blows up. So you're something different. Uh, Elon Musk back in the news. Well, it's comments he made in the summer about we're probably living in a simulation because reasons. And there are two billionaires, tech billionaires in Silicon Valley who are investing in research to prove that we're in, in a simulation like the Matrix and break us out of that simulation. So do you, okay, couple of, do you want to explain who Elon Musk is? Uh, is Tesla man? Yeah, Tesla man. Tesla man. Um, space. And X. he wants to send people to Mars? Yeah. He's, is he a genius? Do, can we say that? Entrepreneur. Yeah, but he's quite a bright guy, uh, but also a lunatic by the sounds by of the it. Time, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's who Elon Musk is, and he thinks we're living in a simulation. They're quoted as saying, the chance we are not in a simulation is billions to one. Billions to one. What do you think of that? Uh, I, I'm not entirely agreeing with it. But the graphics are really good. That's his Oh, well, I'm, I'm there. Yeah. Well, so the, uh, the other bit about he's two billionaires have... Yep, two tech billionaires in Silicon Valley are in investing real money into research to prove we're living in a simulation and break us out of it. Why would we want to break out of it? I don't know. Because if you think if we break out, look at the matrix. Not good, right? Um, I think part of the reasoning behind this is there have been quite a lot of things going wrong in 2016. Hurricanes, Donald Trump, Brexit, Brexit uh, all sorts of terrible atrocities. And one of the people involved in this has suggested maybe it's like SimCity, where you try and punish your city to make it more interesting and we're actually just getting things sent to us in our simulation. Would you want to leave if we're in a simulation? Uh, I don't think we are. But so it's moot, surely. But you'd be programmed to think that. <laughs> you'd but I'm, I'm surely just a figment of your simulation. You're then. just part of my code, yeah. Yeah, so I'm just a non-playable character for you. I think it's a strange idea to come up with. It's a very unusual one. And part of the justification was something along the lines of computers are so good and keep improving... If this isn't a simulation, it means society has catastrophically failed and we've never reached the point where we can make this kind of technology, which seems a very circular argument and a confusing argument. I, I, I'm confused. I do wonder if it's actually just a marketing ploy for PSVR, because PlayStation VR has just come out this week, 
Yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah you can buy them on Amazon now for £349. Isn't that more expensive than a PlayStation itself? Yes. Right. But you can't put a price on it. Well, you can. You can. £349. <laughs> Sony have done a very good <laughs> job of putting a price on it, and it's quite a lot. So this could be a marketing ploy. That we're in a simulation already. I heard you like simulation. <laughs> so I've put a simulation in your simulation. Meme. Fair enough. I thought it was interesting. I'm, I'm going to read I'm a bit more. baffled by him. Yeah. Um, there was something else in the news we could have talked about, but it might have to wait for another week, about they want to put uh, safeguards in place about AI and machine learning getting out of control and killing us all. Should we save that for another day? Yeah, the Terminator watch. So that brings us on to our uh, rubbish internet thing device. So oh, what have it, try me this week. So this one was actually tweeted to me by someone who genuinely listens to the, uh, the podcast. I can't remember their name though, sadly. I haven't got it to hand. You can't remember which of the many tens no, of Many, followers. many tens of... Uh, well, I could have a look, but that won't be interesting. But if you tweeted this at me, thank you very much. I think it might be the student, but there we go. Uh, right, so we've talked about IoT and lights and heating and stuff. What if you combine that? If you combine lights and heating, how would you like to be able to control fire over what the internet? Fire <laughs> over the internet with your phone. I can think of nothing more dangerous... <laughs> no, no, no! It's got a secure protocol. It uses Bluetooth. Oh, oh, <laughs> Bluetooth! Brilliant. Okay. Um, so, Ludella, Ludella, something like that. Uh, I've got a smart candle. A smart candle. A smart candle <laughs> that you can. It's got a real flame, boasting a real. It boasts a real flame. It, it doesn't, well, just, have it doesn't one. just have one. It, it, it walks um, around like the king of the world. <laughs> the register describe it as having a smartphone app that allows idiots <laughs> to control a flame with their phone. So you can set the level, you can turn it on, light a flame with your phone. Right. You can control the level of the flame, so how, <laughs> how big this inferno is. Um, but don't worry, it's safe. It's got sensors that if you knock it over, it automatically turns itself off. Right. It's apparently got sensors that scan the environment before you turn it up to check there's nothing around to cause a fire risk. <laughs> right. Um, and what was the other one? It had another feature that was really weird. Um, Something like it will check that, yeah, yeah. It is meant to have a lot of. Is it? Does it use a real candle? Or does it use gas? Or um, it uses uh, natural paraf paraffin-free wax refills. So it's like a plastic holder that you put wax refills in. Right. That you light via the internet. Uh, See, that would be really annoying if you're going up to bed and you just wanted to blow out the candle and you couldn't because you had to go get your phone and then find your phone and then find the app and then load the app up and the app wants to update um so it costs uh the electric candles will cost a hundred dollars for the base and then you need to buy refills at twenty dollars a time or an extra eight dollars for a scented refill if you want to smell nice before you burn to death <laughs> with your ridiculous phone um and it's battery powered as well yeah i mean that sounds pretty good you can buy a normal candle for about three quid yeah but you can't turn it off and on with your phone uh, no, that's true. Appa uh, apparently it's safe because you can't use matches to light it, so kids can't do it. Because kids don't use smartphones. Right. What, what do you think then? I mean, would you like something in your, in your home? That is on fire that I can't manually control. That's controlled by your phone and also controlled via the internet. Would you like that open mm. up to the world? No. Why not? Um, 
I don't have a lot of candles in my house anyway. <laughs> but particularly, I'm not. I'm not sure it's something that needs internet connectivity. Really? But while you were talking, it did actually remind me of something I saw on the internet. Um, about a guy who bought a Wi-Fi kettle. I don't. You may have seen. This. Oh, he was waiting nine months. And it took him well. eleven hours to set up this kettle. Eleven hours. Why did he need a kettle that you used over the internet? Um, I think he's learning from this that he didn't. I've never thought, oh, I wish I could turn the kettle on from work. So, no, well, no, he, he works at home. So he's just late? He's lazy then. Effectively. Um, and it's a good article. I'm reading it on The Guardian, but I, I remember it being everywhere. Um, and the guy's he's at Mark Rittman, R-I-T-T-M-A-N on Twitter. Um and it's basically him live tweeting, setting up this thing, and it took him 11 hours. He had to effectively hack it and break it apart and just to get it to boil a cup of coffee. I'm, I'm really quite excited by the Internet of Things and smart homes. I love them. I'm really tempted to get a thermostat. Really, really tempted. I wish I'd bought an Alexa. I was a bit thinking about it. Now it's an Echo thingy. Mm. But missed the boat. Didn't get it when it was cheap. Oh, here we go. If you want to run this candle, this Internet of Things, Things candle for six months, $180 cost of ownership. I don't have $180, oh, you, $180 you, worth of my candle budget. Is your candle budget less than $30 a month? <laughs> it's an interesting insight for me to see how the other the other half live, the poorer half of the, the country. Um, but you could do that at real candles for about 20 quid. Are you going to buy one? Uh, I, I, think, I think, unfortunately, you... I've not sold it to you. Not sold Imagine it. that, though. You're sat at home. You've got your mirror connected to the internet. <laughs> you're wearing your internet hoodie, your right. IoT hoodie, with an internet candle blaring away. What about that? I, I, I think I would need to take a long, hard look at myself <laughs> in, in that aforementioned <laughs> mirror. In your $400 internet of things mirror. What a world we live in. Uh, but, yeah, sorry. Failed again. One day. <laughs> what we should do is do something chipper as well. We should do a, a good internet good of things. It's we really hard to find one. <laughs> you can find a rubbish one every week. Kickstarter is a treasure trove of <laughs> <laughs> things devices. Oh, did you see? That was the other thing. Um, while on rubbish, things on Kickstarting. Was I think it was on Indiegogo. Was is this a suitcase? The suitcase. <laughs> There's the a ride-on suitcase that you ride on, but it's electric powered, and it can store eighty-five percent of a regular suitcase. Yes, because fifteen percent is taken up with a motor. And batteries. But it's TSA approved. It's TSA approved, but you can only fit it with like a pair of traders in there. I don't know if it's TSA approved or if it just doesn't contain things the TSA don't like. <laughs> There's a world of difference between actively not having a gun in it <laughs> and then being happy for you to ride that through a security gate <laughs> 15 miles an hour. I, th I think the amount of time I've been in enough crowded airports, you tearing around on that is not going to make you any friends. I've often thought in Heathrow... This needs people <laughs> dicking <laughs> about needs, on motorised suitcases. This needs tens of people tearing around at eight miles an hour sat on their carry-on suitcase. Yeah. We've probably splurged two two weeks of IoT devices. We, we have, actually. Yeah. We've gone through. But we're, we're keeping to time quite well, though. Yes, I... So you wanted to talk about Yahoo again. Yes. Because <laughs> Yahoo haven't had enough of a kick in recently. Well, no, and actually, nothing's really... <laughs> we're trying to find the worst thing that's happened in the last five and a half weeks. Well. And this this is probably... In the technology speaking. In the technology Because speaking. there are many, 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 many <laughs> oh, yes. worse things that have happened in the last five weeks. Like um, 
Donald Trump's little chats and yeah. a hot mic scenarios. We were very careful when we started this that we weren't recording, just no, in the, case. No, the language flying about in here, I'll never be president. <laughs> um, or you might be. Maybe <laughs> I will. Who knows where the barrier is set these days. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Um, God, so, imagine. Yahoo. The finest search engine known to man. In late 90s. Well, even then. Well, it's not even a very good search engine. Um, so The best email provider if you want to get your email hacked. Because I keep getting a lot of hacked emails from people who've got Yahoo addresses. It's very popular in the Middle East, Yahoo. Is it? Mm. Why? I don't know why. Just this. It's a very broad statement to make. Um, so, obviously, one of the... They're that we've, we've covered them before because Verizon paid... Paid... Uh, 4.8 billion or agreed to buy Yahoo for 4.8 billion dollars I mean when you look at it like that it's really good value for a Pixel or PSVR <laughs> yes um, but a couple of weeks ago Yahoo uh, had to announce that they've um, actually I'd rather buy a, an Internet of Things candle than Yahoo, than Yahoo. <laughs> yeah. more useful yeah <laughs> Next time I have to burn my house down with that. Um, and th anyway, go back to Yahoo. Half a billion user accounts compromised. So I, not many, is it? Retrieved usernames, email addresses, telephone numbers, dates of birth, security questions, and answers. Ooh. And salted passwords. So passwords that have been salted, salted and hashed. What's so the salt? That, that means they've been encrypted. Well, not really encrypted, encoded in a way that it's really easy to take plain text and convert it to this mm. this kind of in encoded representation. But it's really difficult to go the other way. So, so once you you can take your password and you can make it into something unreadable, but going back the other way is really very hard. very difficult. So if you want to check whether I've typed in the right password, all you do is you do this one-way thing and then compare the two. You compare the converted thing, not yeah, the actual password. Exactly. So why do we care that the converted thing's been taken? Well, less. We, we aren't too concerned about that. I don't care. You can brute for... So if you knew the, the the way it was encoded, you can have you can guess lots of passwords. So you can see what the encoded thing of password was and see, okay, these people have got passwords. This one's password one. still a non-trivial task. It, well, well you compare it with a password dictionary, I suppose. Yeah, and you, you just take your password dictionaries and black through them. Oh, all right. Then. Um, so that's not as bad as it could be in that they had encrypted them. But there's a lot of other problems with releasing. You know, there's a l date, email addresses. I was going to make a sweeping statement that I don't care because I don't have a Yahoo account, but I might do. And I <laughs> So if anyone can go and hack it, that'd be all right. So I had a uh, Yahoo account I used to use to sign on to Flickr because they were bought by Yahoo and then you had to use a Yahoo account. Was that your, your secret email address for gentlemen's content as well? I don't I don't have one for that. I just use my <laughs> Just use your work one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, wow okay uh but th this opened up quite a lot of other discussions as well because there, then people started whistleblowing that actually there wasn't really a culture of taking security seriously at yahoo well, it doesn't sound like it really with the amount of incidents that are coming out um, it seems to be <laughs> just yes. an afterthought um but it's it, whether that's true or not or whether it's people a lot there's been a lot in the news about a lot of people at Yahoo being very unhappy, so it's difficult to tell how much of that is related. Of course they're unhappy. They work for Yahoo. It's like the least trendy of all of the... Was, was Yahoo the one with the dogs as the mascot, the, the Labradors? Or 
is that Lycos that I'm thinking of? I think you're thinking of Lycos. Okay. Same thing in my mind. Um, so, how much would you pay for Lycos? Oh, I've got it on my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is this still um, a thing? So, anyway, so half a billion users effectively completely turned over. The most impressive thing is that they have half a million users. Billion. Half a billion, yeah, of course. A million's not cool, a billion's cool. You made that joke earlier. And not on, not live. <laughs> oh, um, that reminds me, I've got another joke to do. So, that was the... Then there was a whole load of stuff about that they were reportedly, allegedly, scanning emails for NSA. Oh, yeah, they were doing the, the government's dirty work. Whether that's true or not. It, it was like know. us. Look, there's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> like us still exists. That is tripod. Wow. Uh, go continue. <laughs> I'm happy now. I'm just in a search engine trip down memory lane. After work time's finished on a Friday, can't you? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's a... That's very reasonable. It's, n it's not a particularly great week for them. It's been a very bad few months. Which is made even worse when you're being bought at the moment by Verizon, which goes on to my next point. So, you know, I said Verizon had agreed 4 .8 to buy billion. Yahoo for the grand total of $4.8 billion. $4.8 billion. And now... Think how much that's worth to us Brits now. Wow, yeah. <laughs> Compared well, to a few months ago. Wait till post-Brexit. We're done. Post-hard post, post, well, post hard Brexit or whatever. You could buy the country for that. Would you rather have Yahoo, Yahoo or, or post-Brexit Britain? What would you buy for your money? At least you've got the servers and things for Yahoo. <laughs> yeah, you can sell you on. Can asset strip Yahoo. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to asset strip a country. Um, but Verizon have asked for a $1 billion discount. That seems reasonable. So they're valuing each user account at two dollars. At two dollars. Yeah, that's probably about. Or right. reputational loss. Are they going to keep open Yahoo Answers? I know that is Yahoo Answers and the weather are your two concerns about Yahoo, aren't they? Weather, not so much. Yahoo, because got the Met Office, maybe. Oh, kind well. of off them, though. <laughs> um, personal reasons. But, yeah, Yahoo Answers is a treasure trove. Where else am I going to go for interesting answers to things? Quora? No. Well, you, you can't ever... You have to sign up whenever you... I think I've got an account, but I don't remember signing <laughs> up. Um, yeah, I don't want Yahoo Answers to close. But, yeah, it's, it's quite interesting. So people are always asking, you know, can you put a cost on these sorts of breaches and things like that? A billion. And it seems that Verizon have asked... I don't know if I think that's a fair price. On yeah, probably, because... Everyone said paying that much for it in the first place is very silly. And so if you say, okay, say it's as good as $5 billion and you're asking for a billion dollars off. It's not worth, it wasn't worth what they paid in the, in the first place. They've got buyer's remorse in a very big way. So it's, I would have expected them to, because it is, it's been very damaging. Yeah. All those and, and if you're a, if you're outside of the US and you hear stories of the US, of Yahoo being very complicit with. Does anyone use Yahoo though anymore? Well, at least half a billion people. No, they're half a billion accounts. That doesn't mean they use it because I think how many accounts got turned over at MySpace recently. True. And how many people actually use MySpace apart from um, Justin Timberlake? No one. Hmm. So what do Yahoo actually do? Do they do Hadoop? 
Hadoop originally came out of Yahoo. So are they paying for that? No, because it's separate now. No, because they won't get that. Yeah. No, no, I don't know. What I'm, try, I'm trying to work out why rational people buy things like Yahoo and become Scientologists. They seem equivalent now. To me. I don't <laughs> oh, understand right. why you'd buy, why you do. <laughs> so you watch the Louis Theroux documentary. Um, so you've bundled people, Verizon, who overpaid for Yahoo with clever science people who become Scientologists. Yeah, because they both seem reasonable groups of people that are doing stupid things. And when they get rid of, if they shut down Yahoo Answers, that's the equivalent of Hitler burning books. <laughs> I don't really have a comment. <laughs> what do you think of that? Well, it's a it's wealth of knowledge that will be destroyed and lost forever, like tears in the rain. Isn't Yahoo Answers a bit like Mumsnet in that there's a very bizarre set of answers that if they appeared in a student essay, you'd go, what? The, the questions are a little out there at some times, but that's fine. I, I remember reading one about someone who wanted to sneak their kitten onto a plane because they've got a new kitten and they're flying cross-country in America and they didn't want to leave it behind. And they wanted to know what the good ways to sneak a kitten onto a flight were. Where else are you going to get that kind of information? <laughs> well, indeed. Uh, and I think the Well, you've convinced me now. <laughs> the top well, answer was something to do with an Abraham Lincoln hat and the cat <laughs> holding on inside. <laughs> well, that 4.8 billion doesn't seem so stupid now, does it? No. <laughs> when you see all the Verizon employees with big hats on planes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's... Yeah, I don't think it should go. I like it. I don't know why you hate it so much. I don't know what else they do. Oh, and... The reason we haven't been around is because I've been on holiday. You have been on holiday. How was your holiday? Lovely. I went to Cornwall. I go every year. <laughs> I go so much you might call it <laughs> Cronwall. Did you get it? I, I, I do think that's a good joke. However, when you made it on Twitter... It didn't really didn't get the reception well. I hoped. I'm hoping it will find a new audience on, home, on the home video market or the home audio market. Because um, it is funny, but you've told it to me probably three or four times now, so I've lost a bit of... But it's not... Cronwall, it's funny, it's good. Yeah. Can All you right. remember your how you would do it for Cron once a year? No. <laughs> no, Cron tab is like um, grep for me. I can never get grep the right way around. <laughs> or USBs. So that that will have alienated most of the audience, I suspect. Yeah, I'm not going to explain it either. <laughs> no, we just leave it hanging out there. Everyone's going Cron tab, Cron, Cronwall. Don't get it. It's very, it's very I funny it's when you work for it. It's very funny. It's one of those jokes that gives the more you learn. <laughs> <laughs> I might make it in my next lecture. <laughs> right. So, that's this week. We, we, I think Pretty we much in a half an hour. That's good. We should call it a wrap this week. So because we, we need to get a bit tighter. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> that's what she said. Um, we probably do one next week. We should do one next week. And then there's going to be a bit of a gap. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing shared parental leave. So, basically, I'm... Looking after my son for a month. I'm going to try and get some guests. I'm going to try and get some guest hosts. So it could be to the Buckley and Hodges, and Hodges the Buckley and question mark oh. technology hub. Okay, with some, someone. A guest. Yeah, I'll find someone. Yeah, no, I will look forward to hearing it. I'm going to get the. I look forward to somebody else trying to corral you into common sense, <laughs> and then then going oh it actually is really hard could you imagine if i was the sensible one one of our guests you might well be the sensible one see what i can do um so where can we find you you've just started up your website I this is an excellent time to to get tens of hits website. on your website so 
my website is now duncanhodges.io. Because you've spurned GitHub. I've spurned GitHub. So, SSL, check. Cloudflare, check. God. Managed hosting, check. Managed hosting? Yeah. Who's that? Ghost. The... Oh, don't <laughs> do this again. <laughs> Ghost, the, the file image creator. Yeah, that's right. The disk image restore people. Yeah, that's right. All right, I didn't know they whatever it was, seven. Right, okay. <laughs> yeah, so duncanhodges.io. Good. Um, and on Twitter at twitter.com slash dunk underscore H, D-U-N-C underscore H. Are you going to do your joke? <laughs> What's your... Um, do you want to give out your telegram handle? Uh, I don't actually know what I want. I think it's just dunk underscore H. I think it's your mobile phone number. Go on. Is it? Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> Go on then. Uh, okay. Uh, my website... You can find me at squareeyedgeek.com. I haven't redone it. You haven't redone it. Is it SSL yet? No. We, we did that episode it's four? Not, no, I'll do it SSL Three at some point. on SSL? I'll do it at some point. It's not important. There's nothing useful on there. Well, that's not the point. What, um, would, what would Troy Hunt say? We'll come to that in a we'll minute. We'll come to that. Um, you can catch me at on Twitter at O-L-I-B-U-C-K-L-E-Y because I make awesome jokes like the Cromwell one, which is really good. There's some really good shots of Cornwall as well on there. Cornwall. Yeah, not not, not Cronwall. Cronwall as well. Uh, at O L I B U C K L E Y, an actual Y, not the word Y. It's just for a joke. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud. Yeah. Dot com slash the Buckley and Hodges Technology Half Hour. Search on iTunes, the Buckley and Hodges Technology Half Hour. But if you heard this, you already know. Um, if you listen to it, burn it onto a memory stick, leaving it li- lying around on a train for us. Yeah, that's right. Because you, leaving USB sticks, yeah, we'll encourage people to part. Just plug in USB sticks they find. Tweeters at T-B-A-H-T-H-H. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Email us at T-B-A-H-T-H-H at gmail.com, although I never check that, so I probably Yeah, don't. probably don't. <laughs> and breaking Troy Hunt news. I got a Troy Hunt retweet this week. Yeah! Yes! It felt so good. We're coming for you, Troy. <laughs> want to get him on one week as a guest talking about his jet ski. I don't want to talk about cyber, just jet skis. <laughs> that's it. Just jet skis and his amazing house. And his oak abs. Wrap it up. Anyway, I think we should probably wrap up on oak abs. Bosh, we done it in your ears.